<laughs> and welcome to Chingonas Only Club. I'm your host, Meli Ramirez. And today I wanted to answer some questions and address the elephant in the room, basically. That continues to come up since I started this podcast. And that's the relationship that I have with my dad. If you've listened to a lot of the other episodes, you understand why people question the relationship that I have with my father. But before we get started, this is not necessarily a trigger warning, but I will say that it can be triggering for many people when they begin to discuss traumatic events and unhealthy relationships with their parents and recognize that everyone's experience and opinions on this topic are very, very different. And I respect all of them. So this is just how I've chosen to cope with my own experiences and how I've chosen to fulfill my needs. Needless to say, this episode is going to be a little bit heavy. So without further ado, get ready, get comfortable, and let's dive in. So as many of you who've been following the show, like I mentioned from the beginning, know that my father was a very violent man and since I was a kid. And while he never physically or even verbally abused me, my mother lived a traumatizing 17 years of her life while married to him. And my brothers and I had a front row seat to that maltreatment from him. So now I'm 36 years old. And when I finally started to open up about the things that my dad did, from his physical violence to his alcoholism to his drug use, and his behavior, which truly honest to God believe that is a result of a mental illness that's never been treated, I realized that I never really came to terms with everything that my dad's done. And hearing people's comments and feedback about him based on what I disclosed in earlier episodes, I realized that those comments were hurtful to me. And it really pained me to hear people say that he's no good or he's a bad person. And I know, I know, it's my fault and everyone is going to get upset. But hear me out. Let me tell you about the way I saw my father and why I struggle with these comments and these perspectives or that people have about our life. I want to talk to you guys about how I saw my father when he wasn't that other man, that violent alcoholic, abusive man, and why I don't hate him, because I genuinely don't. So as far back as I can remember, my dad has always been way too smart for his own good. And as one of the youngest of 16 brothers and six sisters, 16, yes, you heard that right. He was one of 16 children. He could have achieved so much more than he did. He could have done so much, but his ambition was always greater than his commitment. And that was always the downfall of every single one of his endeavors. My dad was an awesome businessman. He started three or four businesses during that whole turmoil that was my childhood. There to this day, I think two out of those four are still standing and are still running and he could have really made something of himself and we could have had a much better life than what we grew up having my dad could sell anything to anyone because he had just such charisma he was extremely good at math i I remember taking a pre-algebra class and i was just struggling and my dad just came over and he was like oh you just do this 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 and that 
he never even went to high school. I, I don't know how he knew that, but my dad was just a really smart man. His most dangerous attribute, I would say, is that he was so fucking likable. There isn't a person that could meet my dad and say, I don't like him. Or say, you meet someone and they're like intimidating and they're scary. And I think when I talk about my dad, I, that's probably what people picture. But he wasn't that. If you met him, you genuinely like him. And, and it's, yeah, and anyone who knew him well would tell you that he could be both the funniest guy that they knew and also the scariest all in one but even then you couldn't help but be just attracted to his good nature and I think that was something that I don't know most people would probably classify that as a sociopath or a narcissist but that would mean that he had no attachment that would mean that my dad had no connection to other people he had no empathy to people around him and for me that's just not an accurate description and it's I'm not in denial <laughs> okay I just like I said you you don't know until you experience it and you go through it my dad wasn't that I'm by no means a professional there's no validity in my own observations <laughs> I'm just trying and I'm not trying to just like make myself feel better or justify his behavior by making excuses for him. But I'd be completely lying to you guys if I just agreed that he was genuinely just a horrible person, incapable of love. I really think that my father had, and to this day still has, an undiagnosed bipolar disorder, and that it was the root cause, if not part of the way he lived his entire life. As an adult, I recognized that for long periods of my own life, I was deeply depressed. I would self-sabotage just to watch shit fall apart sometimes. And I'm always mindful not to get too close to these dangerous mental states. I have a process by which I care for my mental health. And my father never had that. Like, he never will. And when I think about that, I can't just write him off because he just, he never had the resources. And I myself didn't seek help till I was 34 years old. So let's take it back a little bit. I told you guys all before all that I, I'm my father's daughter. I look like him, not only in a physical appearance, but we have similar personalities, my father and I. And if you can't imagine the same violent behaviors I discussed from my dad coming from me well that's how I felt watching them happen in real time I could never figure out there would be no triggers there would be no warnings my dad would just one day wake up and he was somebody else there was like somebody else inhabiting my dad's mind he would be cold he would be detached he was callous and he was really really sad my dad was always sad and I recognize that now as a kid I didn't but now I look back at the things that he did with me and they were sad it was almost like he was trying to make himself feel better but yeah all of those things would happen were more often than not like all of those behaviors would lead to drinking and then drug use and 
he would just have these violent outbursts and then he'd wake up one day as himself and then the sadness was the only thing that would remain for a long time until it didn't and then he was happy and then the cycle would start all over again. In his moments of what I consider my dad's best side, his normal state, he would cook for us every day because he was a stellar cook and my brother and I loved his food. He kept the, the super clean house almost to a manic state. He would clean and clean and clean and clean and it was just immaculate whenever he was happy. So you always knew that when he was doing okay, the house was clean. There was always meals prepared. My dad was just on it. He always taught me about music. It was like our thing. And my brothers, um, they were never really interested but it fascinated me. My Anything that my dad wanted to talk to me about music, I was like all in. He introduced me to Led Zeppelin, ACDC, Guns N' Roses. He used to sing songs by the Duprees and the Everly Brothers when he was cleaning. And he tried to teach my brother and I, and this is funny, he tried to teach my brother and I how to do the moonwalk in our kitchen floor, even though he looked like a potato because he's chubby. <laughs> And he would move, he would do it really well. Uh, my brother and I never did learn that. But he would, like, that was my dad. He was this goofy, silly, fun individual. Like, just explosive fun. Like, too much fun. And, yeah, he used to, he used to wear, like, when he was younger, he was a huge Michael Jackson fan. And he used to wear his, like, tight, ripped, skinny jeans and a leather jacket. And my mom, she used to, sport like a permed updo with skin tight leggings and like these really bright colored shirts that are like all baggy they were truly a product of the 80s and they were the most beautiful disaster you ever saw when they were happy and yeah on Sunday mornings when I was older my mom and my brothers were never really morning people they never like to wake up early in the weekends. And I've always had problems sleeping. And my dad used to wake me up on Sunday mornings early, like around 7 a.m. This man was up. And so that we wouldn't wake anybody else, he would always knock on the room and he was like, hey, let's go to McDonald's. And I was like, okay. And I would just sneak out with my dad and we'd drive over to McDonald's and he'd buy me pancakes and we would just sit there and we'd talk while we sipped our coffee. Music always seemed to be the thing that we shared together, and he had an endless array of the corniest dad jokes in Spanish. I mean, that man, he could make me laugh to this day. To this day, my dad is just so corny. He's ridiculous. And it was our routine on the good days. All the way up until I was in high school, even after he and my mom actually fully separated, my dad would randomly show up. And he'd call me when he was downstairs, he'd whistle. He has the most recognizable whistle. Everyone in my family knows that that's my dad's whistle. So he'd whistle from the outside. We lived in like the fourth or fifth floor and he'd whistle and I could hear him and I knew it was him. So I would just run downstairs in my shoes and raggedy. And then my dad would take me driving. Like he taught me how to drive when I was about 16 and it was just, I don't know, like he and I always had a good relationship despite all the stuff that he did. 
we never talked about the stuff that he did. I never asked him why. I never, I, I just didn't want to be that person. I feel like he, almost like he chose me. I feel like he chose me so that he wouldn't have to talk about any of that. He wouldn't have to talk about how he was feeling. He could just forget about it and we would just go have fun and just pretend like everything was okay, even if it was just momentarily. We had a very close relationship. I told my dad about my first boyfriend before I told my mom. And I always kept him updated on what sports I was playing, but he never, ever made a single game. I ran track in middle school. I played basketball throughout high school and I played softball. And in all those years, he never went to the single game. There's that, but he always knew what I was doing. I don't know. He just wasn't like other dads. He always let, he had no boundaries for me. And neither did my mom, to be honest. They were just, they were very young. If you think about it, when I was in high school, my mom was my age, younger, I think. So they were young. Their idea of parenting wasn't like to suffocate. It was more to like kind of let you do your own thing. Plus, they didn't have time. My mom worked 24-7. And my dad, well, he just kind of wasn't there. I mean, he just, I told you before, he just disappeared for weeks, months on end. And then he would just reappear. I don't know what he was doing. I don't know how he made his living during those times. Like, But he was always okay. He just didn't have any boundaries for me. Like, I could go, I could go to parties when I was in high school. And my dad's only rule was that he would get to pick me up. And so at the end of every party and I needed a ride home, I just call my dad and I'd get in the car and he wouldn't ask me any questions. I'd just hop in, he'd hand me the CD case and then I'd pop in something that I knew he would like. And then we would just jam out the whole way home. And that was it. I never felt like I had to keep secrets from him because I never felt like he would judge me. I don't know. However, I, I wanted more than that. I didn't just want like bursts of moments. I wanted a life with my dad in it. And despite everything he did to my mom, I always loved my dad. I don't know if that makes me a horrible person, but perhaps I saw something familiar in him and I felt like I felt like I could also be him. And it made me sad that if he died or disappeared, which was very likely, I don't think that anyone would have mourned him. And once I became a parent, things changed because when my children were old enough to realize that they had no grandpas, you see my dad's husband, he passed away when my husband was 16 and my dad by then had already been deported to Mexico. And he's still living there today. He never came back. And when my babies were old enough to ask me why they had no grandpas, that's when the resentment really kicked in. Because I wish he would have tried harder. And it wasn't necessarily for me at that point. It was because I wanted him to see the beautiful grandkids that he had. I wanted him to see how much they looked like him because they looked like me, two out of three anyway. 
and he continued to get in legal trouble as I raised my kids. And while I never cut my dad out of my life, I keep him at a safe distance. It breaks my heart because I want to hear my dad laugh. I want to sit down and talk to him about music. I want to see his face and see if that sadness is still there when I look in his eyes. Uh, But I don't have the heart. I don't have the heart to dangle him in front of my children with the fear that they'll lose him again. And I don't want them to feel that like I did repeatedly time and time again. Like it's just not something I want for them. And I love my dad. I love him just as much as I love my mom, but it's hard. And I've forgiven him. I have forgiven my dad for all of the things that he's done. Mostly, I have forgiven him because my mom has forgiven him. She's always encouraged us to forgive him. And if she can do it, if she has the ability to do that, then I have no... I have no excuse not to try. And my mom, I think she has this incredible fear, the same fear that I have, which is my mom doesn't want my dad to die alone. And she feels like he might, I think. And you can forgive someone and restrict them from having access to your whole life. That is possible. My dad can call me anytime he'd like and he can ask me what I'm doing and he can check on his grandkids but he doesn't he texts me randomly and it's always like a quick hello a quick I love you I hope you're doing well and I always respond I will on occasion send him money for his birthday or for Christmas but that's about it and I wish we had a different relationship but it's not just about me anymore I can't be selfish about it, but I don't hate him. I don't wish that anything bad ever happens to him. And if he needed me by his side and he called, I would be there. But I don't think he ever will. I don't think my dad will ever call me and tell me that he needs me. He's in his early 50s now. Remember, he was 16 or 17 when he had me. And I'd like to think, that he has kept his distance from us for us as much as for him, if that makes sense. And I'm not saying this to make myself feel better. I I say this because I know that my dad loved me. I felt it. But his demons were stronger than his love for anyone. And he could never overcome them. Mental illness is a real issue. It has been for a very long time, and I am so fortunate to have the resources to deal and care for my own mental health. But as someone who's personally struggled with mental health issues, I recognize that I could just as easily have slipped through the cracks long, long ago and ended up exactly like my dad. I rescued myself. I chose to seek help, and 
I can stand here today and have these conversations about it, but my dad isn't even aware that he's sick. And a lot of people live this way every single day. And while my dad's actions are not justified by any means, we, his children, and my mom have forgiven him. It has been a part of our own growth and healing. And yes, it hurts when people say bad things about the man who is a mere reflection of bits and pieces of the person that I am. I can't deny the stuff that he did, but I also can't deny that I love him. So yeah, I think that my dad is gonna find his peace when he's finally free of his earthly body. (laughs) Just because, I mean, it's not here. His peace, it's not here on earth. And I think he knows that. And I don't know that he's ever going to find peace here. So yeah, I can just say that I love him. I will love him until he's not him anymore. And that's how I've chosen to, to deal with everything. I can be both a strong, independent woman, mother, and wife, and I can forgive. I'll never forget what he did, but I can forgive him for it. And I know people are always talking about how easy it is to cut people out of your life. Yeah, it's really easy. But nobody wants to talk about what forgiving people and not cutting them from your life can do for you. As, and I think people don't talk about it because when people hear the things that he's done and then they realize that I've chosen to forgive him and still talk to him, you almost get victimized all over again because they think you're stupid or that you're an idiot for doing that, that they could never. But like I said, I, I, I got to know my father outside of his alcoholism and his violence. I saw my father like he was funny he was kind he was loving and when he was okay he loved so deeply but I don't think that it was enough to keep him I think he wanted to I really do and he just he just couldn't it was too much It was too much things to feel and his brain couldn't handle it and he would just go and get all manic on me and yeah so let me shake that (laughs) I hope that people don't judge me too harshly about my choices I know that this doesn't make me any less of a strong and independent person. I think, if anything, it makes me 
a stronger individual for having the ability to forgive my father. And honestly, I don't feel bad about it. I feel good. I feel good about being able to say I have forgiven him and I love him and he's my dad through and through. He is my father and I see myself in him every time I talk to him. I don't know, for those of you who have kids, you look at your kids and they and they sound exactly like you and you're like, ugh. <laughs> well, I see that in my dad. For me, it's always been that way with my dad. I'm like, bro, you're so cool. <laughs> no, his best qualities, I think, are when I say, and even some of his worst, his emotional state is also very much like mine and his his temper but his ability to just walk into a room and make everybody just smile and just almost like take this heaviness out that was the quality i admired most from my dad so yeah relationships parental relationships are complicated Forgiveness is complicated. Growth is complicated. But for me, like, I've chosen to do the work. I've chosen to do it this way. And I genuinely believe that it's made me a better person. I don't know who else can relate. And and let me know what you think. So I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I know it wasn't super upbeat and it was kind of a downer, but I just wanted to share that with everyone because it's important to forgive. At least I think so. It's important to forgive. It's important to cut people out of your life if that's what you feel like you need to do to survive. But it's just as important to, if you feel the need to keep these people around because you understand them or you feel like it just would not be you if you cut them out, then that's okay too. And so I wanted to make sure that I said that out loud. I have no issue cutting people out of my life, but my father is my father. Plain and simple, that upsets people, but it is what it is. Like, I can't tell you, this is my experience. This is my choice. So yeah, I hope that you enjoyed um, this discussion and you have a awesome rest of your day and week. And don't forget to subscribe and follow the show on Instagram, leave a review, give me some feedback. I love all the answers that you guys are leaving to the questions and the comments that you're making and just continue to tag me on social media because it genuinely just makes my freaking day every time someone does that. And yeah, so that's it. Adios.